When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 68 of District of Conservation. This is your host, Gabriella Hoffman. You guys have been likely following my musings and reporting on what's been transpiring here in Virginia, stemming from Lobby Day and the aftermath of that and how peaceful it was, as expected, to just what is being considered and voted on in both the House of Delegates and the State Senate. But I also do have a focus on legislation that is heard in the federal level and things that come out of the judiciary, the courts, and from the executive office and administration and uh, departments that come out of there, especially from Interior, Agriculture, Fish and Wildlife, and EPA and Department of Energy, as they all go in sync with one another. And a lot of the stuff I talk about is quite negative, and understandably, you need to know about dangerous bills that will encroach on your right to own firearms and also the opportunity for you to go hunting as well. But this episode is going to be a little more positive. We're going to talk about two interesting things popping up here in Virginia. One actually does have to deal with bills that are actually good and the other has to deal with a really cool initiative that our Game and Inland Fisheries is putting out there. First, one of the positive glimmers of hope in the General Assembly this session is the fact that an elk tag is closer to being a reality. And you guys probably have followed my coverage of Virginia's elk recovery down in southwestern Virginia in the Grundy area, spanning uh, three counties down there, neighboring Kentucky. And Virginia's elk herd, as I've last seen it, I believe now stands at 250 elk strong. It's very healthy It is flourishing very well because of private public partnerships from private landowners to our game and inland fisheries to Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, all working in sync with one another. And there isn't an elk tag currently for elk and the population hasn't yet reached that threshold needed necessarily to warrant an elk tag. But as part of the elk management plan that was just passed by the board of directors in the game and inland fisheries, I believe it was... Uh, for 10 years, but just recently enacted in 2019, and it'll span to 2028. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to include that for you. As part of the Greater Elk Management Plan, this is one of the proposals they have to help sustain the population. Because as you know, when you introduce a lottery system for possibly obtaining an elk tag, all those monies collected help go back to restore this population, to help continue that population to grow. It goes back to conservation funding and also helps support this particular program that our Game and Inland Fisheries uh, is so involved in. And private individuals in Virginia are also involved in as well. And it passed in the House of Delegates by a 97 to 0 vote which is very good. There are a hundred members of the house of delegates. So I believe three abstained and it also passed in the state Senate. If I'm not mistaken, it had a, uh, almost unanimous vote there. 
But uh, according to the latest update, it shows that it was referred to the Committee on Agriculture, Conservation, and Natural Resources, although I did see that they did vote on it. Perhaps it hasn't been updated. But anyway, this elk tag is closer to being reality. It's very good for conservation. It'll help uh, generate more monies for this particular species, this beautiful species that we have seen flourish here in Virginia. I've seen it firsthand. I saw the herd for myself and I've documented it uh, for my CFAC video series, Conservation Nation, and just most recently with my article at the Virginia Sportsman. And what it would do, essentially, I should have talked about this earlier, but it would, if passed this bill, would authorize the Virginia Game and Inland Fisheries Board of Directors to establish quotas and procedures for selection to purchase a special elk license. Uh, that is a non-refundable application fee of $15 for residents and $20 for non-residents and a special elk license fee at no more than $40 for residents and $400 for non-residents. And this is straight from the bill itself. So it'll create this quota hunt uh for some time down the road, I have to recall and look back on the elk management plan as to when that would be unveiled. But if this is approved, I think we could see a quota hunt for elk here in Virginia, maybe within five years, definitely within 10 years, but maybe as soon as five years. And I'm going to get some confirmation from our game and fisheries for that. Hopefully if no measurable number has been placed on it yet, but I think within five years, if this passes and is signed into law by the governor, uh, we could very much see a quota hunt. This would be great for conservation, great for the elk, great for hunters. Because as you guys may have seen in Washington Post just recently, uh, now people, even non-consumptors and non-endemic publications like the Washington Post, which is no friend to hunting and certainly no friend to gun rights, even admitting that conservation is going to be at a standstill if those hunting participation numbers don't increase. So even they People who are not necessarily vested in our interests are recognizing that, oops, conservation may be jeopardized if we don't get more hunters. And I'll uh, include reference to that in the show notes as well. And the second thing I want to talk about is the announcement of the Virginia Trout Slam Challenge. As you guys may know, Virginia has a multitude of fish species spanning from freshwater species to saltwater species to striper bass that are live in brackish water to all different species in between. We have game fish, we have bluegill, we have redfish, we have cobia, and of course we have brook, brown, and rainbow trout that live here in Virginia. The most common, I would say, are uh, rainbow trout. Uh, we have an active stocking program, and we do have some native species. I believe the brook trout is native to Virginia. But uh, the Game and Inland Fisheries also announced that this trout slam challenge is going to be launching in March of this year, and I will include notes for you guys in the show notes to learn how to sign up to be the first to know about the challenge, but this is a really good way to incentivize people to get their trout stamp and to partake in fishing for trout, whether it's fly fishing, bait or spin cast. Uh, they do a great job in allowing us to pursue trout, and I think this is going to be fun and kind of encourage people to be competitive. But remember to get your trout stamp license and your freshwater license as well. Uh, that goes back to conservation funding and it's respectful, being respectful toward the natural resources and public resources that are afforded to us here in Virginia. I understand I discussed <laughs> a lot of things happening that the Game and Inland Fishery support. This is not me regurgitating or speaking on behalf of the Game and Inland Fisheries, but as a 
Virginia taxpayer and Virginia angler and hunter, I want to highlight what good the department is doing, especially when it comes to advancing hunter and angler interests. Uh, but the elk tag possibly becoming law and making waves in the general assembly plus this slam are definitely positive things I wanted to highlight because to be negative is boring all the time and it's always good to highlight positive stuff. I try to balance the positive with the negative as best as I can through this vehicle of my podcast, District of Conservation. But if you have any challenges, if you want to learn more about the elk management program, if you want to learn more about this trout slam challenge and anything else that is happening in Virginia, our Game and Inland Fisheries website is amazing. And if you don't live in Virginia, you should check out your Game and Inland Fisheries or your DNR website to see what is happening in your state. But a lot of things are happening in Virginia that are positive to counterweight the negative. So I want to also make that known too. Thank you for listening to District of Conservation today. I hope you found this episode to be interesting and informative and positive to counterweight the negative stuff. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or whatever your preferred listening platform is. We are on everything. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on Overcast. We're on just any platform imaginable, and you can listen to us there. If you have Apple Podcasts, however, I encourage you to subscribe, download past episodes, and leave us a review. Every review goes a long way. It helps us climb the wilderness charts on Apple Podcasts. and just makes us go a long way. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can check out to see what we've been discussing. You can find past episodes. You can see who future guests are or past guests are as well. And just go comb through social media and see what we're all about if you're new here. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next Monday.